Hello and a big warm welcome to you and welcome to the Aware Parenting Podcast. My name is Marion Rose, PhD, and I am super excited about today's episode, which is completely unique and something I've never done before. Today I have with me the lovely Belinda Smith. Welcome, Belinda. Hi, Marion. Nice to be here. I'm very excited. (laughs) I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're excited. And So even though you are an aware parenting instructor and a hand-in-hand instructor as well, most of the reason for this conversation is that you're also a copy editor and you have been editing many times. We've been sending back and forth my book, The Emotional Life of Babies, which we've done the final edits now. So it's winging its way off into the ethers, ready to go out into the world. So I thought it would be a lovely thing for us to have a conversation about that, the whole process and how it's been for us and just to enjoy the yumminess just before it's ready to come out into the world. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for inviting me to be here. It's been a gorgeous pathway, winding pathway over the last few months and I've loved it. I've really enjoyed it and I feel so privileged to be someone who's already gotten to read this book sort of five or six times (laughs) or 25 or 26 (laughs) and the only other person that's got an actual sample copy in your yes in my hands and I can tell the listeners that it feels gorgeous (laughs) so so smooth and oh it's it's a really beautiful book to hold Oh, that really is, isn't it? And I'm holding mine too. If you were watching the video, you'd see us both holding them and yes. stroking the stroking. <laughs> now, before I want to go straight into the details, like how thick it is, let's rewind a little bit. And I would love to just share a little bit historically about how this happened. So actually, do you want to share a little bit about your background, all of your background and about your journey with the way of parenting? Before sure, we dive I would in? love to. Uh, so I... Hmm, where shall I start? I have always been drawn to books my whole life. I was reading quite early and was always a reader and loved books. I studied a Bachelor of Arts degree, so I studied English and History University, and then I became a high school English teacher and was a high school English teacher for quite a good chunk of time. Then I worked in an independent bookshop, which was as adorable as it sounds, called The Bookshop at the Tinner's Rabbit in the north of England with a dog called Badger. And uh, (laughs) just a dear, 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 beautiful woman who I hope might listen to this actually, Liz, who's, who's a dear, dear friend and was a real guiding light in terms of compassion and listening in in the community and to the people she was with, she really embodied a lot of these principles, I think, without knowing what aware parenting is. So that's an interesting little side journey there. Hmm. Uh, When I returned back to Australia, I studied to become a teacher librarian and then I worked in a public library in my hometown, which was so uh, just delightful. It was really special to get to go back to the place where I was grown and nurtured and to, to be able to sort of nurture that place back again at this public library with from the youngest babies right through to quite elderly people. It was just delightful. And along the way, while I was in London, worked with Liz as part of her publishing company and so have done some editing over the years and have always been the person that family and friends turn to to 
to support them in editing uh, as an English teacher and a lover of all things written. And in terms of aware parenting, well, gosh, I was very fortunate to come across hand-in-hand parenting when my children were four and one. So I had been an I shouldn't say an older mother. <laughs> the medical establishment calls you an older mother when you're 35, but I don't, I, you know. <laughs> so I was really ready to be a mum. I was delighted and besotted. And I really thought that me being successful in that role would mean that my child didn't have any negative feelings and that if I could really support him to feel happy all the time then I was doing everything perfectly and as we know that was a bit of a recipe for disaster so by the time my beautiful second born came along things were really rocky it was a really challenging time and lots of other things were happening in my life too that were challenging so I was very fortunate to come across hand-in-hand parenting but even after that I I learned about these beautiful connection-based ideas that are very aligned with aware parenting and I just couldn't seem to make it happen. And luckily, finally, I got to grips with listening partnerships, which is the peer support tool that we teach in hand-in-hand parenting, and that really turned everything around for me and slowly but surely sort of came out of that, that challenging time and saw my beautiful boys start to really flourish And then in the last couple of years, thanks to your amazing podcast, I started listening in and obviously saw all the alignments between the two approaches. And I just loved all the nuances. I particularly loved your focus on trust and trusting our children and trusting the timing. It really resonated with me and helped me to relax a little bit more. So that's been a really beautiful addition to my understanding of, I guess, listening and and being in the world is is learning to trust a little bit more. And so I became an aware parenting instructor earlier this year after a year spent nine, ten months working with you, Marion, which was delightful. And it's just been a gorgeous process. I feel very fortunate to have lots of amazing listening partners in my life that I get to share all of those feelings with regularly and then I get to turn to my children and hear all of their feelings and everyone's life gets better. It's good. <laughs> yes, so wonderful. And and as you know, because I've told you many times, you to me are the inspiration for listening partnerships, which is a hand-in-hand term, which Aware Parenting has borrowed w- with Patty's. What's the word? She said yes to that happening. <laughs> yeah. I just love how you really embody the beauty of listening partners and that you I don't know if you still have five but I remember when we were talking oh. last year at least five more than five, five. <laughs> there's lots of there's quite a lot of regular listening partnerships through the week and I have lots of people that I have connected with over the years that I connect with regularly and I just find that each of those relationships is really rich in different ways as well like I'm thinking I've actually got a couple of listening partners one of them's my oldest dearest friend And we're not in each other's lives day to day because she lives quite a way away from me. But getting that opportunity to connect in semi-regularly with her is so beautiful. And when someone knows your early, your family really well, that's really beautiful. And then I've got an incredible listening partner on the other side of the world who literally the opposite point of the globe, who we've been meeting a couple of times a week for about five years now and 
yeah, it's such a an enriching, supportive, nourishing space, and I so wish it for all parents. I really think everybody deserves this beautiful space of support. Mm. Sorry, I could spend the whole time talking about I'm that. I'm so glad, actually. I think oh, I'd love to have you on to talk. I was thinking, why haven't I? <laughs> Let's do a whole episode on it. And what I love is so often when parents are new to aware parenting. And I'm sharing about listening partners, which is very much a core part of hand-in-hand parenting. And we borrow the term and sometimes don't use it in quite the classical way that you do. But when I'm explaining it, and I always aim to explain it really accurately in, in alignment with hand-in-hand's work. It's often a really big thing, isn't it, when people start to have one listening partner huge and and so I often like to say Linda's got at least five and I really hear often that oh okay wow really I I have permission more than one yeah (laughs) so so thank you for really modeling that yeah it's really our birthright to get that level of support and I often think I like to go back to our hunter-gatherer origins and to be really thinking all the time we'd have people around us all the time we'd be having conversations we'd be talking sharing all the time so even having five isn't it's not really we're really meant to be around people always aren't we so even that's not as much as we really probably need (laughs) we were laughing not that long ago saying uh this is alice who's a listening partner who i do another podcast with actually which i will share with everyone it's called tales from the toolbox and that's looking at hand-in-hand parenting tools alice and i were laughing saying if if we could have like an hour of listening time for every hour of life we think then it would be about perfect Yeah, I always remember Marshall Rosenberg, who invented nonviolent communication. He said, now, what were the proportions? I think he said something like, yes, if I had 15 minutes parenting with my children and then 45 minutes of empathy, which would be kind of similar, and then another 15 minutes of parenting, I'd I'd be able to really respond with compassion always. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. we deserve a lot more resourcing than we get usually, don't we? It's really... um... Really important to keep yes. striving for finding ways to build that in. Yes, absolutely. And that's why I'm so grateful to you, turning back to the book, because that's another beautiful way to resource parents. I love books as a way to share information and gather people together and connect. So, mm, yeah, thank you. So in terms of how we got to be doing this together, you were doing your application to become an aware parenting instructor. And I was reading through your form. And at some point I noticed, oh, you're an editor. And that kind of sat with me. And then after you became certified, just suddenly it jumped out at me one day. Hmm, Linda's an editor. <laughs> I might just pop her a quick message on Facebook to say, I don't remember exactly what I said, are you interested in editing the emotional life of babies for me? And, and I you... had a full body <laughs> yes. Okay. yes, a very big yes. Oh, and my experience of this journey together has been, it's just been so full of ease and joy. And I just love the, the ease of going, oh, and I'll do a bit. And then I pass it back to you and then you pass it back to me and it's this beautiful process with so much ease and flow and it's just been really really yummy I've so enjoyed it and I'm so grateful to you because just having that combination of not only your beautiful editing experience but because you so deeply understand aware parenting to to have the both is just like oh it's like gold for me so thank you so much thank you so much 
Yeah, it's been gorgeous. I've really loved the whole process. And it's it has been more flowy than other experiences I've ever had, and that's been gorgeous too, this sense of it feels almost like waves kind of lapping on the beach, just, you know, just back and forth and back and forth, and it's this very meditative and beautiful way of doing it, I think, of just honing what you've written and having that really clear sense of where you want it to go. And I've loved seeing you sort of hold that uh, direction. It's been gorgeous. Yeah. Thank you, lovely. And I, as I said to you the other day, I will be always writing while instead of instead of while. <laughs> so there are certain things I'm like, I really remember. You're that. Guilty about Marion. <laughs> no, 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 if I'm if I'm speaking to English friends, I will say whilst. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. You say whilst. Yeah. There, there is still quite a lot of whilst in there. I think. I but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think there. Are, I took a few out in my very very last edit. Though. I found a few more. <laughs> And I also really want to acknowledge you that you were sick. You had quite yeah. considerable physical symptoms this last weekend, which was the final edit. And you still did a whole like eight hours or something whilst you were sick. So I also really appreciate you. And I genuinely have to say that that was very enjoyable. I really think that if it had been on a screen, I might have felt differently. But because I had this beautiful book, and that's my idea of rest and relaxation actually and it's really beautifully laid out as well it's quite a clear and easy book to read so it was really enjoyable to cuddle up in bed with my rug and my hot water bottle and my my honey and lemon and read yeah (laughs) thank you thank you thank you and it's been so yummy hasn't it so for the listeners we've been editing digitally up until this very very last patch where the actual hard copy books arrived and uh we were waiting for yours to arrive. Yes, a bit worried about that. <laughs> a bit interesting. Bit. Where I I had a notification from Australia Post that it had arrived at your house, but there was no sign of a book until it arrived next... twenty four hours later. Oh, yes, so there was, a, there was a few of those kind of oh, this is interesting. Is it is it going to get there? But I would love to say when it first arrived, as I was mentioning earlier on, and I opened it, I was actually really surprised. I mean, you probably know because you have a sense of the amount of pages in it, but I didn't really have that sense. So I was actually quite surprised how. How chunky it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I was. was I I don't think I was surprised. Yeah. I think it's just such a lovely looking book. So I think I I think I just kept thinking, oh, you must you must be so so pleased. You must be so pleased. I'm just like stroking it again as well. Just such you say the paper's so beautiful and this lovely picture of my son on the front, which is oh Oh, it's such a gorgeous picture, isn't it? So lovely, isn't it? Amazing. So hopefully it's going to, no, not hopefully, I'm so willing for it just to jump off the shelf or off the page online to people mm. to go, oh, I like the look of that picture. What's this yes. book about? <laughs> and I, knowing how desperate I was for help in those early days and how I really, I felt very trapped, really. I know you talk about there is this third way. I didn't know about it. So I think when people read that subtitle of find closeness, presence and sleep for you and your baby with this compassionate approach to crying, I know I would have really leapt at that book, I think, because that balance of I I don't want to leave my child to cry, I don't feel comfortable with leaving my child to cry, but I 
you know, did that classical attachment parenting thing of going down the other path of me grinding myself into the ground over many, many years of not having more than, oh, gosh, 40 minutes in a row for years and years and years. So, yeah, I'm so pleased that other parents may get the benefit of your experience. And it, you have such a depth of experience. It is incredible. Uh, I have not had a lot of experience listening to small babies. As I said, I found hand-in-hand parenting when my, my beautiful boys were four and one. And it's such a nuanced, yeah, such a nuanced, complex, interesting, fascinating uh, relationship, I think. And I'm so grateful to you for sort of, What's the right word? The word that came to my mind was canonizing. I don't know if that's the right word, but putting it all down and 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 making it really clear. And that's something I've loved about this book is that I found it very clear. So I wondered, one of my questions for you was around the structure of the book. Is that something did you work out the structure first and then kind of use that as a skeleton to hang everything on? Or did you just kind of write? It's actually really interesting, and I hadn't made this connection before, and now it's really significant now I think about it, that I had some really strong physical symptoms, probably quite similar to the ones that you were having over the weekend mm-hmm. back in whenever it was. I don't remember, I think maybe October. Uh, and I was in bed for a few days or maybe a week or something, and suddenly, and I just had this calling to write this book. <laughs> so I literally right. just wrote, wrote it in bed while I was sick without any structure or any kind of sense of what it was going to be. It just was like, there'd been a few things happening beforehand. I'd been watching someone online actually who'd been sharing about their journey with their premature baby. And they'd been showing lots and lots and lots of photos, which I'm so grateful to this person for. And it had really deeply connected me with my own experience as a baby, which I've shared many times on this podcast. And there was something about that, that process and the next level of healing I went on, which I was in whilst I was I had those symptoms that that was kind of the, the catalyst to go oh you, you're writing a book and I was like oh okay because I never thought that you know I love the aware baby that that Aletha's written and I didn't ever think there would be a, a need or a calling to write another book about aware parenting and babies and but but there was so yeah that's why I'm laughing when you say structure I was like you know, just, it's just like blum, blum, periods well, it's come together beautifully it's um, yeah the structure is really lovely and I've loved all the voices there's a lot of stories in here from parents that you've worked with with their permission to share those stories and I've loved reading those and seeing how how so many people have I mean I know that from working with a lot of parents and I think parents of young babies, it's particularly interesting to see how these ideas have worked for them. So I loved that. I loved all the stories and I loved you sharing your stories about your two beautiful children. Um, Thank you. you. Yeah. I was so touched that so many people are willing to share their stories. I've not changed the names. Pretty much all the names are the actual real names people the, the majority of people were, were willing to have their names as is which I just think so amazing I so you know I so honor the people who didn't do that but I just thought wow how yummy that people really were willing to share the yeah. stories and the story of their baby and their experience with aware parenting so 
It's yummy. They're long though, aren't they? <laughs> quite a few times. Like, These stories are really long, but I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's really quite rich. in-depth stories. Yeah. And I think if I'd had that experience of learning about these tools and seeing that I could trust my baby and I could be with my baby and hear that he was a whole human with a whole bunch of feelings and then he slept that night, <laughs> I would have been shouting it from the rooftop. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, it makes sense to me that people exactly. are like, let me tell you yes, my story. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> And really that beautiful, like you shared, that deep desire in people to, to contribute to other parents who are going through yes. things that you went through. I mean, I cannot even imagine what it was like to be wake up every 40, 45 minutes. It was really <laughs> beyond beyond anything I ever thought I would yeah. be able to cope with. Yeah, yeah. it's very yeah. challenging. Yes. So that, yeah, that desire to contribute to parents who might resonate with this approach that they're really, as you say, there really is that third way. Mm. yeah so I really want to acknowledge and appreciate everyone who's been willing to share their story in here and everyone who's been a beta reader and I had a beautiful Facebook group so I've got the Marion's book support team who've read it and shared ideas and shared testimonials and celebrated and it's been so yummy I've really had this beautiful sense of the community of aware parenting that we're doing this together and this book is coming out through this community and all this support that I've received so that's just been the most wonderful thing you can see I've got a huge smile yeah yeah. that's something I wanted to ask you about as well I've really noticed this kind of sustained excitement in you (laughs) just keeps going doesn't it it's gorgeous and it's so interesting because I think For so many of us, you know, not only have we had experiences of our our feelings of deep sadness or grief or rage, not being able to be held by our parents who were doing their very best and they, you know, weren't able to do that. But certainly excitement is one that (laughs) I was just reflecting on how gorgeous it is to see you excited and to see you kind of reveling in that excitement and and just say yeah I'm excited I'm still excited I'm really excited <laughs> and I, I really love that and I wonder how that's been for you maybe as, as a, a process has that been something that you've gotten to through your own inner mm. work yes absolutely and really that came from that way 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 years ago so 30 years ago I trained as a psychosynthesis psychotherapist and that something they really made clear that whenever we're suppressing painful feelings we're also repressing in this culture the joy and the excitement and the wonder and the delight and our culture has this very narrow band of generally what's acceptable and of course that's different in every family some families are comfortable with sadness and others with rage and others are comfortable with excitement but anyway yeah it's been a really long journey I did not as a younger adult feel much excitement or joy and now whenever I feel that I love that I feel really comfortable with the similar there's the sensations in my body and I'm just willing to keep on feeling them and expressing them for as long as they're there so thank you for noticing that well it's interesting because I think the beauty of listening partnership time for me has been that embodied process of shedding you know or bringing out into the light our feelings so that we can then kind of move forward a bit lighter and a bit less encumbered and one thing I've really gotten from aware parenting is that understanding 
and insight is so powerful for transformation as well. And so for me, I was thinking about how watching you be in that excitement has then allowed me to tap into it a bit more. We've, we've had something exciting happen here this morning and I was able to to be more excited and to and it's like, oh, right, I've seen that. I've seen how that's done. So I think, again, it's this beautiful modelling and you're you're bringing a lot of beautiful things to the world, Marion. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. And yeah. I and I'm so with you. It's so similar, isn't it? And you know, we were talking earlier about listening partners, but I and I know with mine, there will be some people I know that are so comfortable with absolute. You know that kind of like, oh, oh yeah, God, it's yeah. So I just so excited. You know, and just that they're really so comfortable there, and I can just go and share that. And there'll be others that I just know, like really rage is just like, oh yeah. And so I, I love that too, is just knowing also that they're exactly as you said. And the more we're able to really embody that and be with that and express it, that really gives others that experience of like, oh, it's safe for me to feel that more and more and more. And because I know this person, this person's really comfortable with it. So it's so beautiful, isn't it? It is. It's that ripple effect. Yeah, it's quite profound. I think it has such a big a big impact long term. It sounds like you've enjoyed it a great deal. And I wondered if there was anything that was unenjoyable or, you know, anything that stands out to you, anything that you've learned for the next time. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, because we've got got another, I got, well, I've got two more aware parenting ones that I've already written that we're going to be editing really soon I'm going to give this one a little space and then there's the children's ones coming that I've already sent to you one of so it's definitely going to be a lot easier in terms of the process and just really understanding getting more and more of a sense of ah yeah this is the timing and this is kind of what needs to happen and so yeah there really isn't any part that I haven't enjoyed it's just been one delight to the next from you know like oh okay here's the title what's the title going to be and also again doing that it goes back to what we're saying really that we are meant to live in community so but the title I've been back and forth with lots and lots of people in that beautiful Facebook community you know what do you think I like this one and also really like to name the father of my children Michael who he was we, we just did so much back and forth of what about this what about this 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 playing with different words looking up the etymology I just love that process it's been so much excitement for me to really find the exact title and then it was the exact subtitle subheading I don't even know Uh the proper words yes subtitle yeah and again like going to the group what do you think and different and just so many like you know, probably 500 different <laughs> options. and Yes. <laughs> Asking Aletha as well. I'd really like to acknowledge Aletha. And she also did an edit for me. Just that, that's been gorgeous. And then there was the process of getting the, what's the thing on the front? The front page, the... <laughs> See, I'm the so title page the cover oh, getting the cover and finding finding a designer and I I think I always knew that it was going to be the picture of Sunny but finding the designer I liked and which fonts and which colors and then like the design and which fonts inside and you know what I really like what you said you see I'm so excited I just want to yes <laughs> I love it and just I just really love too the spaciousness and the different fonts and the different I love that I just love all of it it's just the best thing ever I've been wanting to 
write books for so many years and I have written some of them years ago and there's one that's been waiting to come out that's that I wrote five years ago that will be coming out next year so to actually be and I think that's part of the excitement to actually be doing this and they're actually here this is actually a real book in my hands is is just I'm so happy <laughs> so. I think names are really important aren't they and well they can be and I I took a long time around my boys names and I've always loved this one book because I love books, there's one book where it's all about the names of things. So I was curious about the name, Marion. So what made you, after all that, after all those options and decisions to be made, what, what, what was it just a feeling? Was it what someone said? Yes, because there were loads of different suggestions for the title, The Emotional Life of Babies. That, actually, this that was a Michael suggestion. To me, it just really it just articulates it it's and it's it's kind of like the bigger piece isn't it that's their life and I don't know I just love it it's just such a big yes yeah it's the key thing isn't it that I think as beautiful well-meaning parents we can miss is that they do have this they have an emotional emotional life life. yes exactly and it's no less than our emotional life and it's probably a lot more challenging because there isn't the same brain infrastructure to make sense of that emotional life so it's just you're just I think you say in the book they're they're sort of creatures of feeling they're just they're awash with feelings yes Yeah. yeah so I love that yeah it's just like yeah Exactly. It says so much, doesn't it? But babies do have an emotional life, a massive emotional life. And as you say, it's even actually bigger than ours because, well, they need us to be present with them, to be able to feel those feelings and express them. So. And the subtitle as well, yeah, that was the one where we literally had 500 different options. And so there was a lot of like, <laughs> narrowing down. Is it closeness? Is it close? Is it what way? You know, in the different order and millions of different things. And when we finally got this one, I was like, yeah, it really speaks closeness because mm. close, that's the essence of aware parenting as a form of attachment style parenting. Presence to me, that's everything because the more exactly as we were talking about before the more support we get the more we can be deeply present in our bodies and the more we can meet our baby's needs and listen to their feelings the more they are in this beautiful state of presence which the photo on the front really yes articulates. So gorgeous. <laughs> and then sleep of course it just they're really such a different way of understanding sleep with a aware parenting perspective and then yeah compassionate approach to crying I just thought it was yummy to go oh okay for people to go oh hang on so I looked a lot about what other books were out there and what their titles are and so much is about of course understandably stopping babies from crying yes. when we understand that there are two types of feelings or two reasons for crying that actually really having that understanding and that compassion for crying it's such a different perspective isn't it it's really a new perspective and, a, well, it's probably not new, it's probably ancient, isn't it? But certainly for me it was a really new understanding and still, ah, oh, it's such an interesting thing, isn't it, that moment, bet- you know, that space between you and how often I still find myself moving away from from those feelings. It's really difficult to move towards, yeah. Yeah, and our whole culture is set up to 
encourage us to do that and to move away from intimacy with whoever we're with and to move away from feelings, to move away from presence. So I just love that invitation of like, here, here, here. <laughs> Would you like closeness? Would you like presence? Would you like sleep for you and your baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful invitation. Yeah. I um, Another thing I wanted to point out to people who might be thinking about reading this book is the tone. And I loved it. I loved it. As anyone who listens to Marion will know, uh, you're so aware of the language that you use and you're so thoughtful about the language that you use. And so it's it's such an invitation. It's such an offering. It's such a beautiful, supportive structure rather than any kind of should or have to or, or you know, use. I, I read so many books when my children were small, so 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 many, and with the best will in the world, all of those authors I think really wanted things to go well for the parents who read those books. There was a lot of shoulds and a lot of have tos, so it's actually incredibly refreshing. There's not that many books out there I think that make such a clear distinction and understanding of of what is going on while also being very clear that there is no intention that this is used for any kind of judgment so I wondered if you wanted to speak to that a little bit yeah I love that and I love even the kind of triangle of research that came up and really Mm -hmm. this model and kind of methodology that I've had for so long which is these three elements which is the first of all that invitation for parents or who any carers of children or anyone who wants to learn about babies babies rather uh, to really listen in first of all you know does this resonate and to be my invitation throughout the book oh, quite a lot of times does this resonate does this resonate so it's really you know, I really love supporting parents to see they are the expert they might not yet have certain information but it's really important that that something resonates with them, that they never do anything just because someone out there in the world is written something or saying something. It's so important to get that internal yes. And then also as they're taking in the information to keep on coming back to their own sense-making. So it's really that is so core. And then the understanding of the information, which, of course, so much of the book is about. And as you said, it's something I really love about aware parenting, really understanding how important information is and how, oh, that the birds are all in singing. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. How important that is to really understand something cognitively. And even if aware parenting resonates with us and so much is, of course, all of this, I think, is instinctual, but so much of our conditioning says the opposite so there's so much about that really understanding aware parenting with a baby and what the theory is and what the practice is and then the third thing about really observing the baby and really having these particular things that we can look for and it's this whole triangle of these three things our own internal resonance and sense making along with cognitively understanding the theory along with observing our baby and that it's those three that create the wisdom and the lived experience to see whether a parent wants to do this and each person's going to have such a unique journey and I just love that too and I invite all parents whether or not you read this book to just to see if that resonates for you as a map and a model with parenting and there was a lot of uh, Marion's put in a lot of self-compassion moment boxes throughout <laughs> it as well, which I also really love that there's this 
moment of reflection. And again, listening partnership is so powerful because it's a moment for reflection. And that we know from research, we know very, very clearly that that's what builds uh, an experience for parents where they can enjoy parenting is having, you know, more reflection, the better. And I love that it's framed within compassion. So it's it's this self-compassion moment. How are you feeling after reading that? Uh, <laughs> and I can say, actually, I should say that it, it was challenging for me to read it over and over again, as I'm sure it might be for some other people, because our earliest experiences leave a really strong imprint on us and... I know there's a lot there. So it was lovely to have those self-compassion moment boxes or experiences in through while reading the book, just to give myself like, oh, that's right. I don't need <laughs> I don't need to just keep pushing forward here when I've got some feelings coming up. I can stop for a moment and just kind of let them air out a little bit and and feel them. So thank you for putting those in. Oh, I think it's vital writing a book like this and not having those in it just I, I don't think it would have worked and and I think again you know I talk about the disconnected domination culture and in the DDC we're taught that if we don't know something or we didn't do something we did something differently then the next thing to do is to what I call pick up those sticks the self-judgment the guilt the shame and really what I love to do is tease those two apart and to know that we can have information and really learn to not pick up those sticks and to be just deeply compassionate with ourselves we just didn't know this before or we've got some big feelings coming out of course you do that's our natural healing mechanism yeah. operation these are beautiful things it's, compassion is the answer <laughs> do you have anything else on your on my list oh well i i have about I don't know, 43 <laughs> post-it notes that I didn't get to talk to you about. But <laughs> um, there's there's so much, there's such a depth of information in this book. Uh, I would love to ask you about 40 different questions. I wonder, having the experiences that you've had and knowing what you know and all of your I guess what I'm asking is if someone asked you what's the key message of the book, what's the key idea, what would you say? What's What was your reason for writing the whole thing? What do you wish for parents when they read it? Oh, there's quite a few in there, isn't there? Mm, well, I mean, the main element would be that there are two types of feelings, so needs feelings and healing feelings, as I'm calling that. That's not an official aware parenting term and that that when we understand that we start to see babies in a different light and we start to then be able to also understand the difference between presence and mild dissociation, which might already sound a little bit complex, but, <laughs> but we really get to understand and be able to really see babies and what's really going on for them. And yeah, the next thing would be compassion and deep compassion for ourselves because none of us is going to be able to meet all of our baby's needs or listen to all of their healing feelings. And they're all going to be mildly dissociated at times. So I think that's essential too. And I guess the deepest reason for writing it is my own experience, as I say that I share many times and I share in the book about growing up in a, in a time really where this information was very rarely known. I mean, Letha hadn't created aware parenting yet. I don't think Patty had developed hand-in-hand -hand parenting yet. No, she wouldn't have back. No. So um, 
yeah, just knowing the effect that all of that, all of those unmet needs and all of those unexpressed feelings had on me as a baby, as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, and really just wanting for babies to get to experience having more of their needs met and more of their feelings heard. And for parents to know how to do that, while also being deeply compassionate with themselves about how hard that is in a culture that is kind of set against doing that. So I guess that's some of the answers. There's probably another 52. Yeah, yeah, I think. <laughs> probably talk for another hour about it all I think but I really encourage parents to read this book and I know that I will be passing it on to lots and lots and lots of people I'm really grateful that it's in the world uh, and that it's I see it as like this raft of supportive structures it, there's all these amazing resources like the aware baby hand in hand has some great resources for babies there's a series of podcasts called the new parent podcast so there's this there's these amazing things and then it's just building that up and enriching it and having more offerings for parents such that this way of understanding babies is known more and more so I'm so grateful to you I'm so grateful to you for putting your heart into this book and bring it to the world it's so beautiful Thank you. Thank you, lovely. And actually, I did want to say one more thing, which is like we did. You just mentioned the aware baby, and I really want to say I see them as a compliment. And Alita's mm. given her blessing, and really, the aware baby goes into all the different elements of aware parenting with a baby, and it's also backed up by loads of research as well. So it's it really talks about lots and lots of things that I don't talk about at all. And this book, The Emotional Life of Babies, is really focusing on needs and feelings and it's really all about our own research as parents rather than about other researchers so I just really see them as complementary so um yeah just wanted to really name that as well and I've thought of one more thing I should mention oh, to listeners which yes. is that there's the, the last chunk of the book yes. is frequently asked questions <laughs> so if you are I, I highly recommend just reading the whole book from start to finish and we all know that if you're sleep deprived and exhausted and overwhelmed uh, as so many of us are that you can skip to some of the frequently asked questions to get going with it and it's it's so helpful and insightful and incisive and clear and succinct and it's a great it's a great section so I loved that those kind of at the at at the in the moment questions are getting answered in there so yes yeah that that was also a really big section wasn't it when I also got the hard copy book I was like wow I didn't realize there were quite as many so I love that too that was my idea that pretty much every question that I've ever been asked pretty much in 18 years of being an aware parenting instructor that they're all there and really what I would love for any parent or anybody who cares for babies as it becomes a thing that's just you know it's like a reference book that yes. we come back to well what was that thing again about sleep or there was something there about uh you know whatever it is and go back again and again like I do with the aware baby you know my copy of the aware baby is it here it's just pretty much falling apart because I've yeah. read it so many times <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yum. So exciting. <laughs> I've been grinning on my face. Thank you so much. I love this so much. I love our connection. I'm so glad that we got more to do for as long for as long as you're willing to keep doing this. <laughs> but I'd also love for you to get to share to, to the listeners like, also what you do and what you offer and how people can find out about you as well. 
So thank you, Marion. I would love to. Uh, so you can visit my website. So my name's Belinda, B-E-L-Y-N-D-A. Thank you, Mum. I do love that different spelling. It's great. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, yeah. And so it's belindasmith.com.au is my website. And on there you'll find all sorts of things. And quite a few of them are focused on books and reading because it is such a passion. So I've got a parenting book club that's free this year. So parents can come along and talk books. And that's on the final Sunday of the month. And I've also got another offering that will be coming out soon that looks at songs and games and rhymes that you can share with your little one and games that I guess are quite useful in terms of attachment play. So that'll be a rollicking load of fun, I think. Oh, a rollicking load of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this reminds um, me of my love of reading The Famous Five, I think. I'm oh, yes. Bit. Apart from that, it was really of a time where it was so much punishments it, and, yes. and rewards. But apart from that, I liked the, I liked the rollicking fun and the ginger beer. <laughs> we, I, I completely hear you. We have an episode coming out this season for Tales from the Toolbox where we talk about books and the challenges of of parents navigating our love, our deep love of all these gorgeous books that maybe represent things in a way that we're not quite so happy with. So that's something to look out for over Absolutely. the next couple of months. <laughs> Would you like to also name your podcast again as well? Sure. It's called Tales from the Toolbox and it's available on all the all the podcast apps and platforms. Uh, and I also do one-to-one mentoring uh, and I work for a not profit here in Perth so if you happen to be in Perth then you can connect with me that way so I would love to love to hear from anyone and everyone and really love supporting parents so I'm really grateful to you Marion I'm really grateful to Aletha um, for bringing this work to the world and all that you do to support parents thank Um, you thank you lovely honoured and grateful so wonderful (laughs) right I'm going to go out and do some dancing now after this. Um, thank you so much. And while you're also still not 100% well, so also thank you for coming and being on here. And I'm, I'm so willing for you to get lots of lovely rest after this and hang out with your thank lovely you. boy. And just thank you so much. And to the lovely listeners, if you're listening to this now, we're recording this on the 6th of September 2023 and the book's out very 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 soon I don't have an exact date because it's just like giving birth I mean most of the time we really don't know exactly but it's really imminent now so if you would like to support it by sharing about it on social media or if you are planning on buying it and you want to buy it soon after it's out which can really help all the algorithmy type things please come and have a look on my social media or if you're on my list or come and sign up for my list because I would love as much support as possible to really get this book out and the information and aware parenting and you know aware parenting for babies out into the world so thank you lovely listeners thank you lovely Belinda and thank you lovely Marion <laughs> so much love <laughs>